Welcome to Lord and Richards Radio, a program that will enable you to become more financially independent and prosperous from a biblical point of view. Tune in each week to learn how to prosper through good markets and bad. Now, here's our host, Colin Richards, Denver's biblical investment advisor. Hi, friends. I'm glad to be with you today on Lord and Richards Radio. I'm Colin Richards founder and president of Lord & Richards. We're a team of advisors who are dedicated to helping people just like you retire financially independent. And we're doing that every single day. On this show, we're discussing investing and planning from the perspective of key biblical principles, a little bit different way of looking at money. We also talk about how to use methods and strategies that will enable you to prosper through both up and down markets. And that's so important in today's volatile world. I'd love to chat with you. My team and I would love to help you talk to you about your specific questions regarding retirement and saving and investing from a biblical point of view. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-592-1040. Again, that's 720-592-1040. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence from a biblical viewpoint. Or check us out online at lordandrichards.com. Well, today we're going to begin by reminding ourselves what the Bible has to say about things like money and about prosperity and what we call on this show financial independence. You know, the reason we talk so much about financial independence on the Lord and Richard show is because most people that we're meeting, just like you, are worried about events that are out of your control, right? Things going on in this world, in the news cycle, uh, in politics, crazy decisions that affect you every single day. And people are worried that those events are going to harm their retirement. And so what we do is we build a plan for you so that you can retire without worry and achieve financial independence from a biblical point of view. And the reason we want so much to emphasize financial independence isn't just about having money and possessions and things, as you'll learn in today's show, but it's about being able to use those resources to impact the world for God and for Christ and for his kingdom. Well, today, the topic of our study launches out of the book of Jeremiah, where the prophet, famously known as the weeping prophet, because of uh, Jeremiah's broken heart over the people of Israel, he declares early in his book, Jeremiah 2.13, my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewed out cisterns for themselves, broken cisterns that can hold no water. You say, well, what does that mean? Well, those two evils are really talking about the source that we have in our life in terms of dependence. Where is the source of your dependence? Where are you putting your trust, your confidence in daily living? And of course, the Bible directs you to put that confidence in God. And of course, the world is constantly wanting to pull you away and get you to put your confidence in things and possessions and experiences. And one of the things that we talk about a lot with people who are looking towards retirement is how they want to enjoy retirement. And I love it when people put godly priorities at the top of that list, impacting people's lives, making a difference. Um, most people will want to travel. Most people are going to want to spend time doing things that they love. But we want to be careful that we don't hew out or carve out cisterns that hold no water. And so 
cisterns were used particularly in ancient times, but even in modern times, to store water underground usually, where it wouldn't evaporate so rapidly, especially in these arid climates in the Bible lands. You wanted to be able to store any available runoff from rain so that it would be available to meet the needs of the community. And imagine if your cisterns in your community couldn't hold water, they just drained right out. Well, the prophet Jeremiah, speaking for God, is saying that's exactly what people do with God. They forsake him, that's evil number one, and then they turn to things that can't satisfy. I had a conversation with a good friend this week, and he was just pointing out how, you know, every time he hits a new benchmark in business, a new goal, it really doesn't satisfy. It's, it's like off to the next goal and off to the next. And I've watched this in the business world particularly where people are striving and striving and striving, and when they finally achieve what they thought would bring them happiness, what they thought would bring them joy, what they thought would bring them satisfaction, they only discover that those things are like dry powder in their mouth. There's really no satisfaction. Uh, For some people, it's just money, you know, being able to have a big bank account, know that we're secure. And of course, The Bible is constantly steering us towards God as our source of security. I want you to be financially independent. I want you to have resources. But, of course, God doesn't want you to depend on those things. He wants you to depend on Him. Traveling is a lot of fun. You know, my wife and I enjoy doing that. We do that with our kids when we can. And, of course, the pandemic put a damper on a lot of people's plans. So there's been a lot of uh, buildup, pent-up demand for travel. And so we see a lot more of that going on. But, you know, travel doesn't satisfy. Once you've been to a place, once you've seen its beauty, it's wonderful, and then you come back home and you move on, right? It's not a permanent fix. And then, of course, possessions, what money can buy. People will say, well, money can't buy happiness. And although it can buy a lot of things that you can enjoy happiness doing and enjoy as part of a happy life— It really does not buy what true happiness is. True happiness comes from knowing and doing God's will in your life. And so possessions are never going to satisfy. You know, you're going to get that big house or that beautiful uh, new piece of furniture or artwork or perhaps that absolutely amazing mid-engine sports car or whatever it is that you're craving. And you're going to find that with a little bit of time, the, the luster is going to wear off. The shine is going to wear off. And those things are no longer going to be satisfying to you. So where do you find satisfaction? Well, it's in doing the will of God, as I said earlier, knowing and doing God's will. Here at Lord & Richards, as part of a wonderful team, a team uh, that knows and honors the Lord in their own lives and then tries to help our clients do the same, we're finding great satisfaction in helping others in giving to the kingdom. Uh, Lord & Richards has two major overseas initiatives in in addition to the things that all of us do for our community. One of those is in India, where I'm excited to report that our school there is back up and running and over 100 students back in school. So that has been a long, long journey, two-year journey of having that school closed and uh, how difficult that was for the school team there. And they, of course, went about into the community, handing out medical supplies, food, and sharing the love of God every single day. But still, it was that heartbeat, particularly of of the school's um, uh, founder and head, that the kids get back in and and we be able to share uh, education, be able to share the tools that they need to be successful in life for God's glory. And then in Myanmar, where tremendous persecution has taken place, 
the violent overthrow of their government, we were already there. Our teams were already in uh, various places where unreached peoples were located, people who had never heard the name of Christ getting the good news out. And as I speak, 32 new believers are being trained as disciples to reach their people, and many of those will go on and become actual missionaries, going back to their own people, already knowing the language and already knowing the culture. So it's really exciting to be a part of things like that, and I want to encourage you as you contemplate, well, what can I do for God's kingdom? Figure out, you know, where could I place my resources at God's disposal to do amazing things for His glory? And that's really what financial independence is about for a believer. And as I've said many times, we're talking every single day to people who share those same goals, who want to do amazing things, who want to be financially independent. I'd be delighted to talk to you more about what that involves to help you build a plan so you can achieve that and retire without worry. It really just starts with a simple phone call. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-592-1040. Again, that's 720-592-1040. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence from a biblical viewpoint. Or check us out online at lordandrichards.com. Hi, this is Colin Richards, president and founder of Lord & Richards, and I'm excited to be talking to you today about the problems that we face in retirement and how to overcome them from a biblical point of view. As I've told you many times at Lord & Richards, I'm privileged to lead a team of wonderful advisors, a whole group of people that come alongside of our clients to help them achieve financial independence, and we'd love to do the same thing for you. We're helping people every single day, just like you, to get financially independent or stay financially independent so they can do what they love with the people that they love for the reasons that they love. In this particular segment of The Lord and Richard Show, we're talking about the problem of volatility when you retire. When you and I um, look forward to retirement, many times we've gone through a phase called the accumulation phase. It's the period of time when you're allowing money to build up in your portfolio so that one day you can spend it. The problem is a lot of times people cross that line, kind of cross the goal line into retirement and continue to do the same things that got them to that point in terms of investing. There's a great book out uh, called What Got You Here Won't Get You there. And in the book, the premise is simply that a lot of times the things that allow you to develop or build up to a certain point in your life are going to be different from the things that allow you to carry on into the next phase of living. Well, it's the same with retirement. A lot of times the things that you did during your working years, kind of ignoring those statements and just not worrying about it and positioning it for growth, is going to be a different approach when you retire. Now we've got to think about, well, how do we make sure that money never runs out? Um, You know, it's one thing to have a portfolio that zigs and zags and goes up and down when you're not depending on it. It's quite another when you need to take money out. So there was a wonderful guide printed by Franklin Templeton a number of years ago called Building a Retirement Portfolio. And they really did a good job, I think, of illustrating the problem. And let me see if I can do this without pictures for you today and talk about the historical issues that you're going to face uh, going forward, the issues we've seen in the past that are going to impact you in the future. So let's take an an historical time period. I'm going to use from 1999 to 2019 because that's the period in the study. During that period, 
the researchers discovered that the S&P 500 averaged a little over 6%, 6.06% to be precise. And you know, if you take a uh, retirement plan and you chart 6% as just a kind of a smoothed out return, it looks a lot different than the actual shape of that line if you take the actual returns year by year. As a matter of fact, that 6% looks so good, and when you look at the actual shape of the S&P, it never gets up to the same ending point until the very end. And so it it never intersects that 6% line. The 6% line is always higher than the actual shape of the S&P 500. So what are you saying, Colin? Well, in reality, the experience over that 20 years was a very volatile experience, right? You would have gone through two massive downturns, the dot-com bubble, as well as the financial crash in 2007 through 9. If you had a choice of two portfolios, think about it. If they both were going to return 6%, but one climbed gradually over time and the other jumped around dramatically, we call that having a high standard deviation. That's kind of the range of returns you would experience. Um, Which would you choose? Let me give it to you this way. Uh, when I was a teenager, I loved roller coasters. As a matter of fact, growing up in Tampa, Florida, as part of a military family, there was a time I visited Disney World with my friends, and because it was really quiet that day, we rode Space Mountain 11 times in a row. <laughs> okay, crazy, crazy, crazy. We had a blast. we just go around and around and around and around. Well, imagine me doing that today. Well, I can just tell you that I'm not the same person. And if I rode Space Mountain 11 times in a row today, I'd probably be carried out in an ambulance, all right? But what if the objective was to get from point A to point B? And what if both of the the rides, both of the trains, got you there in the same amount of time, but one was, let's say, the Mind Eraser here at Elitch Gardens, right? With a title like that, if you've never ridden it, Trust me, it does erase part of your brain during the process. And the other one was maybe like Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean, floating along in a boat, enjoying the experience. Which would you choose? Well, I would say when I was younger, I might have gone for the mind eraser. I might have enjoyed that uh, wild and uh, scary experience. But when we're talking about retirement, how many of us are really looking for the mind eraser type experience? And that's what folks who retired during that 1999 to 2019 period felt. They felt the depth and the breadth of the volatility of the market. And many of them had to get unretired. You say, well, if they're averaging 6%, does it really matter? Well, here's the thing. Imagine in this illustration that you saved a million dollars. Congratulations. And you are now retiring and living on that. And let's say that the portfolio, again, was averaging that 6%, 6.06%. And in order to do that, you'd have to be in a pretty aggressive all-stock portfolio. Okay, that would be the S&P 500. It's an all-stock index. Well, if those returns were constant, 6.06, every single year for 20 years, and you withdrew some income, let's say 5% at the start, gave yourself a little bump up for inflation each year, that'd be around 3%. At the end of a 20-year period of time, you would still have $837,144 in your portfolio in 2019. You'd say, oh, that feels pretty good. You know, I had a million 
And I've only dropped about, oh, 170,000. So I can obviously do this for as long as I live. Well, it would be great if that's how the market worked. But here's the reality. If those were real returns, if you actually did invest in the S&P 500 and you got that same 6.06% that the S&P 500 performed, but you got it the way the S&P did it, which was up, down, up, down, up, down, you would run completely out of money by 2016. You wouldn't even make it to 2019, much less have money left over to go further. You say, wow, that's incredibly uh, discouraging, Colin. <laughs> well, obviously, the solution is not to invest that way. Okay, The point is, when you are investing for retirement, you need risk management. What we want to do is recreate that experience of the Pirates of the Caribbean floating along in your boat, enjoying life, not worried about or anxious about what's going on in the market. The first step that we take at Lord & Richards to do that is called institutional risk management. Well, what's that? Well, institutional risk management means we turn to solutions that maybe have been overlooked but are used regularly by large institutions, endowments, foundations, and other huge wealth pools like pensions and so forth. We have the Children's Hospital, a wonderful organization right next door to our office and Highlands Ranch, right off of C-470 in Lucent. Well, I look out that window and I see a delightful group of people that are trying to help kids every day. And my own daughter uh, had surgery at the Children's Hospital and was greatly uh, taken care of. Well, do you think that they're looking for their endowment to zigzag all over the place and jump up and down when they're talking about research and funding the projects that are important to saving the lives of, and improving the health of children? I don't think so. So the goal is maybe we can get more of a kiddie ride experience instead of the mind eraser by smoothing out the ride. And that's what we're specialists at at Lord & Richards. We want you to retire in such a way that when we test things out, and we use tough tests, we use tough tests at Lord & Richards. We don't throw uh, powder puffs at the portfolios. We throw tough life events like what if somebody gets sick or what if the markets are super volatile, on and on and on, a thousand different tests. And what we want you to do is come out every single time financially independent and able to do the things that you love with the people that you love for God's glory. Well, I'd be delighted to talk to you about that. It really just starts with a conversation with me and with my wonderful team at Lord & Richards. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-592-1040. Again, that's 720-592-1040. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence from a biblical viewpoint. Or check us out online at lordandrichards.com. Hi, this is Colin Richards, president and founder of Lord & Richards, and I'm delighted to be visiting with you today about the problem of volatility, about the need to look to other solutions that will satisfy you other than possessions and money, and in this final segment to talk to you about the psychology of money, again looking to Morgan Housel's advice in his book, The Psychology of Money. And in this segment, we're going to talk about keeping the line in the water, keeping the line in the water. Really, we could subtitle it The Miracle of Compounding. Einstein called compounding the eighth wonder of the world. And what we've discovered is that by investing consistently, seeking reasonable returns over time, you can be a very successful investor. Perhaps you're thinking in your mind, well, I'm not so sure. I mean, look at Warren Buffett. You know, doesn't he get amazing returns? 
Well, Warren Buffett does very well in the market, and he generates wonderful returns for those who are invested in his fund. But, you know, there are more than 2,000 books out there that are dedicated to how he got his fortune, how he built his fortune over time. But what you'll quickly discover, and I've read some of them, including Snowball, which I think does get the point because it begins in his childhood. It's a very thick book. It's a good read, but it helps you get into the mind of a long-term investor. And this is the key. Many people that I talk to are looking for quick fixes, quick returns. Maybe they're behind in retirement and they're hoping we can magically start generating double-digit returns. And what that usually leads to is catastrophe and failure. Today, uh, or at least when Morgan Housel wrote his book, Warren Buffett's net worth was $84.5 billion. (laughs) How do you ever spend money like that, right? And he's part of a group that's seeking to potentially give that money away, which I think is a great idea. Well, would it interest you to know that of Warren Buffett's $84.5 billion, $84.2 billion was accumulated after his 50th birthday? (laughs) That's interesting. Here's another number. 81.5 came after he qualified for Social Security in his mid-60s. The enormous, overwhelming majority of his fortune was built in a time period when many people are getting ready for or going into retirement. Now, let's think about this uh, with a little mental exercise here. What if he had done what many people do? You know, instead of starting as a child investor and investing for over three quarters of a century, what if he had kind of done his thing and finally gotten around to investing in his 30s, right? And then he retired at, say, age 60. Well, even if he generated his phenomenal 22% annual returns, if he had started in his 30s with, say, $25,000, maybe built up in his 401k, and he retired at age 60 to play golf, he would have made it to not $84 billion, not even $1 billion. He would have made it to $11.9 million. Still very nice, but not certainly at the level that we're used to thinking of Warren Buffett. We would have never even heard of Warren Buffett. Now, that's interesting because although he may be the richest, he's not necessarily even the best investor. Uh, That title goes generally to Jim Simons, head head of the hedge fund Renaissance Technologies, and he's been pulling off a 66% since 1988, 66% return. His net worth is $21 billion. So he's worth a whole lot less than Warren Buffett. He really only hit his stride at age 50. What if he had started at Buffett's age and generated those returns? Hold on to your hat. He'd be worth $63 quadrillion. I don't even know if there's that much money on earth. I'm certain there's not, right? So you say, well, this gets a little ludicrous. Yeah, but it tells you the time value of compounding. You're going to find books on economic cycles, trading strategies, sector bets. But the most important book, and I love this title given by Morgan, should be called Shut Up and Wait. (laughs) Shut up and wait. Just allow money to do its thing. Good investing, my friend, has a lot more to do with consistent earned returns over time, moderate returns, versus shooting for high returns, which can come with high risk. And unfortunately, even sometimes some of my sane, practical clients can fall into that, um, that fallacy of thinking, well, what we really need are high returns. You know, to be honest, what you really need in retirement is moderate returns, 
four to six percent. We talked about the S and P averaging six. There's there's safer ways to get six, four to six percent over your retirement life, and a good, well developed financial independence roadmap. That's what we're doing at Lord and Richards every single day. We help you set aside maybe some of those crazy instincts and help you focus on long-term compounding, building wealth, withdrawing it from a less volatile portfolio so that you can achieve success, build wealth over time, and even potentially leave money to others or give money away for the kingdom of God. Um, We call that being financially independent. It doesn't mean that you couldn't use more money or do more with it, but it's about being a wise investor. As we come alongside of you, what we do is we build a roadmap that addresses all the major areas of retirement, from income planning to risk management to estate planning to make sure your tax bracket is right and you're not overpaying in your taxes, and on and on. I'd love to do that for you. This week, I visited with a number of families that have taken that wonderful step And in moving forward, have that sense of peace and relief. Hey, we've got a plan in place. It's been tested. Everything we can think of has been thrown against it, and it's standing strong. And then we help you keep that plan up to date year after year after year. It starts with a simple phone call. There's no cost, no reason to fear as you sit down to meet with us. Talk about your goals, your concerns, and see if perhaps we can help lead you on a path towards financial independence. I would love to talk to you. I'd love to introduce you to my team and help you reach your goals. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-592-1040. Again, that's 720-592-1040. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence from a biblical viewpoint. Or check us out online at lordandrichards.com. Investment advisory service is offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC.